Welcome to the Blue Jeans Christian Weekly Podcast, where we will take your faith and the powerful Word of God and make them as practical and relevant to your job, home, and hobbies as your favorite pair of blue jeans are on a Saturday. This is Kevin Brownlee. Thank you for joining me. So back to the word Thanksgiving, which it actually originated in the Bible. And you'll find the word Thanksgiving 32 times in the Bible. And the word thank or thanks is in there another hundred times. When you praise God, it must be with thanksgiving. Effective worship must include thanksgiving. And your prayers must be prayed to God, your requests, with thanksgiving. If not, they may not be answered. I was reading about that word, thanksgiving, and I come across a statistic that we actually expect, require, think, or say thanks in any given day over 40 times, either consciously or subconsciously. The word is so important to daily life, the lack of it is responsible for an estimated 60% of relationship conflicts and even divorces. It's an important word and something we need to be using often. During a person's troubled times, finding things to be thankful for is the number one prescription or advice given by counselors and good friends. You know, find something to be thankful for and dwell on that. Like my dad used to say, you can always, always, always find something to be thankful for. It was during our country's most troubled times in 1863 that our president gave this advice and counsel. He was so adamant that our country find things to be thankful for during that Civil War time that he signed into law that we set aside a day to be thankful each year. It kind of got started because a lady named Sarah J. Hale wrote a letter to President Lincoln during the Civil War and suggested that being thankful could be something that would unify our nation. In finding things to be thankful for in the midst of the sins and ravages of war, our president said, No human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do, therefore, invite my fellow citizens in every part of these United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I recommend to them that, while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him for such singular deliverances and blessings, 
they do also with humble penitence for our national perverseness and disobedience. Commend to His tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, and mourners, or sufferers, in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged, and fervently implore the interposition of the Almighty Hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it, as soon as may be consistent with the divine purposes, to the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. That was when our government proclaimed Thanksgiving as a holiday. But it actually went back several hundred years. The generosity and mercy of God are what brought the Native Americans and colonists together in the 1600s for Thanksgiving. Massasoit and Squanto, two Christian Native Americans, were instrumental in coming together with the colonists to give thanks to the Almighty Creator. The meal that they had was just a means to get together to give thanks, but not the focus. Can we remember this Thanksgiving that it's not about the meal or shopping? It's about counting our blessings and thanking the God who mercifully and generously gives, even among and through the hardships of this sin-ravaged world we live in. As in the mid-1800s, as President Lincoln proclaimed, our country is again polarized and turning against one another. Maybe this Thanksgiving can be a time to unify our nation. It can be when we sit back and count our blessings and give thanks. Because we can always, always, always Find something to be thankful for, as my dad used to say. It's so easy to get discouraged. It's so easy to get frustrated. It's so easy to get upset, especially when we see the news. But I have this sign hanging in my RV that says, you can always, always, always find something to be thankful for. And I always remember my dad, and I do find something to be thankful for and to praise God for. As Tim Keller says, it's one thing to be grateful. It's another to give thanks. Gratitude is what you feel. Thanksgiving is what you do. Being thankful leads you out of the doldrums, or even out of a dark pit such as depression, where your world seems to be closing in and pressing down on you. Being thankful gets you turned around if you're on a bumpy road in life. Being thankful will sweeten up a sour day. Give it a try. Be thankful each day. You'll be glad you did. Don't wait to be thankful until something good happens or you feel joy. We often do that. But that's kind of backwards. (laughs) In fact, I'll let you in on a little secret. Thankfulness leads to joy and contentment. Whenever the word thanks, or giving thanks, or being thankful, or even the word thanksgiving is mentioned in the Bible, every single time 
It is in the context of praise. Philippians 4.6 says that we are to make our requests be made known to God through prayer with thanksgiving. And Colossians 4.2 says we are to pray earnestly with vigilant thanksgiving. So if you're praying for things, be sure and have some things to be thankful for too. I think they go hand in hand. We have all worked hard on something or sacrificed greatly so we can give something special to someone. You know, maybe it's a Christmas gift or or a birthday gift, something we've made or something we really worked hard to get the money to purchase. And when we do and we give it to that person and they're not thankful, we are saddened and even hurt. And maybe we even turn away and don't want to give to that person ever again. But when that person is thankful, we rejoice inside. We feel really good and we want to give again. I think God is the same way. God is glorified when we are thankful and he wants to do more. So find something or several things every day. And thank him for them. One of my favorite quotes is from Dr. James MacDonald. And he says, Gratitude is the attitude that sets the altitude for living. You know the quote, Give proper credit when credit is due. And I think that's important because when you're giving thanks, when you're being thankful, it's important to make sure that you're giving thanks to the correct source, to thank God for the things and blessings that he has done to you or for you comes to mind. Or if someone gave you something, maybe indirectly, be sure and go to that person who made it possible and say thank you to them too. This concept is best described in a couple of quick analogies. So let me, let me mention those here. So here's the first one. You didn't notice you ran a red light until another car narrowly missed hitting you. And you say, oh, thank my lucky stars I didn't get hit. Really? God protected you and you thank some fictitious stars instead of him? Or the doctor comes into the counseling room at the hospital and tells you the cancer is no longer present in your body. And you thank the doctor. And totally forget the God who created that doctor and was gracious and merciful to you himself. Next, you you weren't expecting a Christmas bonus since the company you work for is struggling, but you received a bonus anyway. And your response is, they better give me a bonus. I worked hard for them. You're totally forgetting the God who gave you the abilities to do that job and instilling in your boss a sense of generosity toward you. God owns all the money in the world anyway, and you don't even thank him for some extra? You show how unthankful and unappreciative you are of your income by gambling it away, hoping to win even more. And then you get angry at God when you don't win big. Oh, here's one. You see someone on a street corner holding a cardboard sign that says, Car broke down. Need help to get to my new job. And you ignore that apparent legitimate need and say to yourself, I work for my money. 
I'm not going to give it to someone else. That's kind of sad. Or how about this? You see that same person, and you say to yourself, I'm sure glad I work hard and bought a reliable car. You're totally forgetting that God gave you your abilities, your job, and your car. And maybe that person holding the sign neglected to thank God for what they had, so God removed his blessings from them. Or it just could be that God gave you that job so that you could help that person. Here's the last one. You visit Arches National Park, or Zion National Park, or even the Grand Canyon, and you marvel at how water created that majestic beauty, completely forgetting the God who created that scenery for you to enjoy, and you don't glorify Him for His magnificent handiwork, and you don't even credit Him for what the water did that He made. Isaiah 42.8 says to give God the glory and thanks and praise, not to happenstance or even a carved image or anything other than Him. Later in that passage, it says to shout out praises for His handiwork from the mountaintops. Give proper credit where credit is due, which primarily will be God. Let me bring up one more interesting thing about being thankful. And then we'll be done with this podcast, thankfully. (laughs) I get it from 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 17 through 18, which says, Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It is the will of God for you to give thanks in everything. And it's tied to praying. Everything? Really? But then I remembered Romans 8.28, which every now and then I look and make sure it's still in my Bible. (laughs) It says that my God causes all things to work together for good for those who love God and are called according to His purpose. Do you love God? Are you trying real hard to be doing life according to His purpose? Then He will cause all things to work together for good. And that we can be thankful for. I know it is really hard to be thankful when things are going bad. But God will turn that into something good. And that's something we can be thankful for. A quick example of that in my life at work is there's been several times when I've been really upset that I did not get a bid that I worked so hard on. Didn't get the job. And then later I find out Sometimes even from the fabricator that did get it. (laughs) Call me and say, Kevin, you are very glad you did not get that job. Believe me. That thing went sideways and we lost a buttload. What are we talking about there? Trust. We trust God. We trust the God that knows way more than we do. He also can see into our future and will work things out so that that is good and that He is glorified, and that we become like Christ. Which happens to be why He works things out for good in Romans 8.28. You see that in Romans 8.29, where He explains that, which I talked about in a couple of previous podcasts. To quote Abraham Lincoln, 
No human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God. God wants to give us gifts and work things out for us, especially when we are thankful. There are three other passages in the Bible that are really similar, but I just want to read them to you. Psalm 118.1 tells us why we should be thankful. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And so does 1 Chronicles 16.34. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And Psalm 107.1 says, O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Those passages are not only comforting, but they tell us why we are to give thanks. God is good, and his steadfast love for you endures forever. And you begin to see that more and more, the more and more thankful you are. Let me tell you a little story. It's a true story. God taught me the value of being thankful. From about 2008 until about 2012, times were very tough in the construction industry. And each day I didn't know if we were going to be losing the company and my house. But I I was praying every day, and I decided to start keeping track of the specific things that I prayed for that God specifically answered. Since I'm a firm believer that God answers all prayers, uh, sometimes he answers with no, because he knows better than we do. Sometimes a yes. Sometimes not now, but at a better time. And sometimes um, no, but I've got something even better for you. So he answers prayers in one of those three or four ways. But as I was studying this thankfulness thing, I wanted to track when he answered prayers specifically. So I found this app called a Thanks Diary. I'm a still guy, so I don't do diaries, but that's the best thing I could find. So it's basically a little calendar kind of an app where real quick you can leave a like a voice note. And each time that you do, it puts a little green dot on that day. So if I were to leave two notes of thanks, then that day will show two little green dots. Well, I started doing that. Again, it's when God would specifically answer a specific prayer. And I started looking back after doing that for oh, about a month or so, and I could see where he was answering my prayers about three times a week. You know, roughly every other day, he was specifically answering a prayer that I prayed for. And that was really cool to see that. So I just kept right on adding into that thanks diary every time that God would answer a prayer. And after about four or five months or so, maybe six months, I thought, I'm going to look back and see. And when I did, not only did I see God answered my prayers three or so times a week, but it was three or so times a day. I'm serious. Three or so times a day, God answered specific prayers specifically. Not only does that say that I was really praying about specific things, 
but it also showed me that God loves to answer those and respond to those who are thankful. It seemed like the more thankful I was, the more things he gave me to be thankful for. I tell you, God is amazing. God is good. When you get to know him, and when you pray and get on that level with him, which I know you all can do, he will reward you by answering your prayers. It's amazing to see, and I wish that for you. So let's not be thankful just at Thanksgiving. Be thankful every day, every time you pray. This Thanksgiving season, let's just concentrate on being thankful. Let's not just dive right into the food. Let's say things to God that we're thankful for. And remember, a thankful heart is a joyous heart. And thankfulness is what we pull out of our pockets daily from our blue jeans. <laughs>